I am Lights Camera Jackson. Welcome to the LCJ Q&A podcast. You can also read these interviews at animationscoop.com. Very funny new animated series coming to Comedy Central this Wednesday, March 22nd at 10.30 p.m. It's Digman. And joining me, creators Neil Campbell and Emmy and Critics' Choice winner Andy Samberg. Guys, welcome to the LCJ Q&A. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank, thank you. for mentioning the Critics' Choice Award. That means a lot. Oh, yes. For Palm Springs, I am a Critics' Choice member. And, oh, wonderful. Uh, yes. So cool that you got honored for that. And also, I have to congratulate you, Andy, on your recent uh, Kids' Choice Awards voice acting nominations for Chippendale and for Hotel Transylvania. Frankly, I think you should have won for Chippendale. You've had a fantastic voice <laughs> acting year. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, I loved Rescue Rangers. Akiva, my buddy, directed it and did such an amazing job. It was really fun. You're yeah. robbed. Yes, <laughs> you were robbed for that. I'm glad it won the Emmy though, as well for for television movie. And and Thanks. Neil, you you produced uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, which of course Andy you starred on. So Neil, was it at some point uh, working on the show that you guys thought maybe we should get into animation now? Yeah, I mean Andy and I had known each other for years before I started on Brooklyn Nine Nine, and we were buds. And then I got hired as a writer on Brooklyn Nine Nine, starting with season four, and I was on set a lot, and we would just be on set, kind of talking about like what we love and what we'd love to do together and, and kind of having that time together on set sort of afforded us the the opportunity to brainstorm and pitch on things. And, and we sort of landed on this idea and yeah, we just wanted something that we could fill with jokes that we never needed to like cut jokes and, and cut comedy from uh, that we could just put in everything that made us laugh and hopefully makes other people laugh too. Yeah, I think so. There are so many good jokes, setups, deliveries, so many great bits in this. A lot of entertainment involved. Rip Digman is quite the archaeologist. And Andy, <laughs> who are the who are the cinematic inspirations or the or the real hero inspirations for your character? Yeah, I mean, you gotta start with Indiana Jones, the OG. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who we know is inspired, you know, by the serials from from when Spielberg and George Lucas were kids. You're Alan um, Quartermains. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so that's a big part of it. You know, setting it in this world where archaeologists are are swashbuckling heroes was a really funny jumping off point to us because we love those movies and we buy into that idea so much and it's so nostalgic for us that it felt like a funny place to start and take it even further. Um, and then you know. Obviously, things that came after that, like, you know, Romancing the Stone or whatever and National Treasure uh, and then even as recently as the new National Treasure show and there's a new Indiana Jones movie coming out. Like, this is definitely an evergreen genre. Um, and as Neil and I like to say, the real inspiration is that one, uh, one sequence in uh, UHF <laughs> <laughs> with Weird Al. Um, anyway... But yeah, all of those things sort of combined and then with our sensibility and, and taking it into a whole other new sort of universe. Do you think Digman will be first in line for the new Indiana Jones movie in June? <laughs> well, in our universe, Indiana Jones is a totally different person. <laughs> so, so yeah, pro well, maybe not based on some things that are coming up in the show. I don't know. I can't quite call that one. What do you think, Neil? Um, I think he's uh, probably first in line to sort of replace Indiana Jones in the next kind of the next installment, the next generation. Yeah, he yeah, probably yeah. yeah he would probably go see Indiana Jones and be like fake. <laughs> yeah. 
There's there's a moment in one of the episodes where Digman goes to the Museum of Confetti. I wanted to show you guys. I had this from the I'm oh it of course the green blends into my green screen, which I didn't <laughs> because I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan and I was just wow. a championship game in January and I kept a piece of confetti from that memorable moment. That wow. was a really fun idea. The Museum of Confetti. That's a really clever idea. Thanks. Yeah, we wanted something that would take us to Italy and that would be kind of small and then lead to a gigantic kind of adventure, you know, inadvertently in a way. So we just it was just we have a great writing staff with a bunch of super funny, silly and weird people. And uh, they you know, we just there's probably pages of what could this museum be? And, uh, and then once we kind of were like, oh, confetti, that feels like the perfect kind of thing. Then there's tons of pitches on like what were the exhibits in the in the confetti museum you know there's there's a whole world to that confetti museum that never even made it to screen but that uh people had so many funny ideas for yeah yeah it's it's very clever and and andy really what goes into structuring comedy in the animation world versus a live action sketch or a live action comedy series is there a difference when it comes to the timing and how you want to make that work um if you ask me, I would say no in terms of the timing, but I always want things to be moving so fast that we never let the audience think we like any of our jokes. And I've been told in the past that for some people that is too fast. My mom comes to mind. Uh, <laughs> but I will say working in animation, and I, I, I'm pretty sure Neil agrees, is so fun because you can make it like like it can go tight it can move as fast as your brain wants and and never sort of like linger and you can even speed up performances and yeah cut air out and just you don't have to it's not a jump cut because they can just animate it and smooth it over and you're like oh man this is really firing the way i want it to and you know people either enjoy it or they won't but they'll never say that we were wasting their time yeah and i think uh, you know in live action Obviously, there you know there could be reshoots, but at a certain point, you're stuck with the footage you've got, and uh, you know we we kind of indulged in a way, perhaps to to you know our brilliant director Mike Mayfield, perhaps <laughs> keeping him to, to, to his uh, uh, frustration, <laughs> but at times, but you know we'd be watching an edit, be like, oh, actually, let's do this shot instead, let's add this shot, and things that you just can't do in live action, and I mean, yeah. he always like came through in such an amazing way, and and we had such. A, an awesome set of animators and designers, board artists, everybody like who just really put a ton of passion into it and were blowing us away because we weren't, you know, this was sort of our first time through this process. Yeah. The, the pacing is fantastic. It's so fast. It's so fun. And that energy, I think, is what <laughs> audiences are really going to like about this. Digman premieres this Wednesday, March 22nd at 1030. Neil Campbell and Andy Samberg are here with me on the LCJ Q&A podcast. So, Neil, the yes. newscasters on this show are brutal. They hate Digman. <laughs> oh, my God. They're just, why are they so mean to him? <laughs> you know, it's funny. We just wanted to make sure you get the sense of how the world feels about Rip. And we were like, our newscasters are always kind of our window into that. And so it was just a great shorthand of like, you know, going like, this is how the world is kind of feeling about Rip these days is we can have the newscasters do it. And then, you know, we, we had written that thing in the pilot that's at the end of the cold open. And... Once we heard David Kay performing it, we were just laughing at like the audition, you know, or the tape he sent in. And he was so funny. And then for Doreen Donker Jr., our other anchor, 
once we heard Giovanni performing it, she was just killing us. And then, then we were like, so it's funny. just one of those things. We're like, oh, we have two super funny people. Let's keep putting them in the show more and more because they were really just making us laugh so much. I, I was going to say the exact same thing. They just, they just make you want to uh, give them more to do and say more mean things about Rip because it made us laugh every time. <laughs> it gets funnier and funnier as the episodes go on. It's one of the real marks <laughs> of the show is are, are the newscasters going to come around to him at some point? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got to keep tuning in for, for sure. Uh, obviously, Andy, we mentioned Chippendale, Hotel Transylvania franchise, Cloudy franchise, Space Chimp, SpongeBob. You've had a, a very, very good voice acting career. What has been the highlight for you of the voice acting aspect of your life and your career? Um, like any one project or just like what aspect of doing it do I love? Yeah. Overall, what, what has it given you all these amazing projects and, and the ability to do these shows and films? I mean, honestly, every single time I get to do it, I'm in heaven. I grew up just obsessed with animation. Uh, I swore I wasn't going to bring this up, but I, here I go. The first movie I ever saw in the theater was the black cauldron. And from that that moment on, I was like, I just love animation. I want to watch every cartoon. I was watching the Atari Fun Hour or whatever it was called. Like, I just loved it. Um, so when I got on SNL and suddenly people were asking me to do it, it was like this lifelong dream kind of realized. And now that now making our own show of it, like, you know, when I was a kid and The Simpsons came out, it changed my life. So to do an adult animation show that is the combination of animation and comedy that was so formative to me is is another dream come true. And, you know, getting to, to work on all those ones you named, especially big movies like that, and they got this huge rollout, and you know, like, millions of people are going to see it, and kids are going to know it. It's just fun. Like, there's no, there's no downside to it. It's just pure, like, fun and love, and, like, it feels big and fun. Yeah, families are going to watch these movies for decades, and young adults and adults are going to watch this show, I, I think, for years. And, and one of the fun elements uh, in one of the episodes involves the Ten Commandments. Uh, what what do you guys uh, want a new commandment to be? You come up with some funny things. What would you personally <laughs> like a new commandment to be? What were some of the ones we didn't use, Neil? That's Oh, God, good. that's another thing where we have a list of 200 of them. Uh, <laughs> And, and yeah, and, and they're all immediately springing to mind is the thing. Uh, <laughs> this is going to stall us out. Maybe oh. keep this, maybe keep this show on the air for like, <laughs> yes, yeah, watch Digman. That should be the new command. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thou shalt watch Digman. That's what God wants. Right. Neil, th those are your words. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. That's perfect. And how would you do in Top Gun style gondola training, would you be really good at? <laughs> oh, I would fold immediately. I think never make it through. Yeah, the shirtless bocce ball I could kind of hold my own at. The rest <laughs> I'd be bad at. Yeah, that I would like to see. All right, come on over. <laughs> <laughs> Post interview, a little fun there. And one more thing, I have to mention: there is a uh, there is an arcade game we find out of Rip Digman. Mm. Uh, what kind of merch? What kind of swag do you want to see from this show? What do you want there to be in the stores? I mean, if that arcade game ever actually existed, it would be pretty rad. We've yeah. talked about that. Yeah, we really you know modeled the like the the graphics and stuff after. Uh, the Simpsons arcade game and the Ninja Turtles arcade game and stuff, and uh, a little bit of a little bit of uh, Mortal Kombat in there as well. 
but I mean, they they had to like build a whole different system just to do that kind of graphics uh, to you know just apart from our normal animation thing, and and they really like. Yeah, it it, we were just every time we watched, like, God, I want to play this now. I wish, <laughs> even though they did the, the design of like the side of the cabinet, the arcade cabinet, it yeah. looks so awesome. So, so everyone involved in all the design of that. And the but we assume it'll be fleety. Like, we'll know we've done something if there's little like suction cup fleeties in the back window of people's car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the other merch. Yeah, fast yeah. Morris with a little baggie. We got it. Yeah, Comedy Central getting in on this with the swag and the merch. I think show because I I think so because they got a hit. They got a hit here with Digman. It premieres this Wednesday, March twenty second, ten thirty p.m. Comedy Central. Neil Campbell, Andy Samberg, thank you for your time today for being here on the LCJ Q and A. Thank, thank you. you. Really appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, bud. All right. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. For all these episodes, go to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as Lights Camera Jackson dot com. <laughs>